everybody, what's up? Sagi here, and I just came back last week from FlynnCon. FlynnCon is a conference by Pat Flynn. It was actually his first annual conference. Pat Flynn, uh, if you don't know who Pat Flynn is, you can check out my podcast and listen. You know what? Google the name Pat Flynn. amazing person. Anyways, I came back from the conference and I wanted to kind of shoot some of the insights that I had reflecting on back on what you know I learned from the conference what I came back with because obviously investing in such a conference flying out like it cost me thousands of dollars flying out from Israel and I just want to kind of like reflect back on what I need to do now and at least what I understood I need to do now based on the conversations I had there and the content there and also kind of like share this with you and also maybe that will give you a glimpse of why going to such conferences is important. And can really give you a lot of insight so uh, let's begin yo 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 what's up creative entrepreneurs Sagi here and welcome to the creativepreneur show the podcast where digital creatives share their stories on how they've instilled greatness into their own lives and the lives of others where we discuss strategies for online businesses personal branding mindset design digital marketing storytelling high achievement and so much more everything we need in order to build our influence our brand and our businesses in order to build a life of impact all right cool so I'll get straight to it well networking is like a major deal I'm looking at networking in any event that I go to usually I'm not the kind of person that sits inside like the actual talks I usually hang out outside in the hallways talking to people meeting new people and that's like why I go to conferences I never go to conferences just for the actual content of the conference I think that a conference where every the hallways are empty and everybody's inside are usually not the best conferences to be at uh, because again content is I mean a commodity nowadays like content and, and knowledge um, it's something that you can get out of podcast out of audiobooks out of you know other like it's just like not the reason to fly out and pay thousands of dollars to go to a conference especially for me you know coming from Israel and flying to the United States and networking is a big deal because it gets you to connect with other people that are in your game and can help you you connect with people that are above you that can maybe help you with and give you opportunities you connect to people at your level because at your level people uh, you know it's like you, you make friends you make great friends out of because people more hire you other like that are functioning at a higher level than you like you know the celebs like Chris Ducker and Pat Flynn himself right like those kind of people are like they can be your mentors if you're not at that level but they probably will not be your friends like you know at, at, at a level until until maybe you start working together and work together for a long time I so basically looking at that level as like you know the networking level of people above you who can become your mentors your coaches and give you a lot of business opportunities now going below is like the people at your level right people at your level can become your friends your friends in the industry your friends with similar interests it's great people and the people at Flancon were amazing they're like you know just like us regular people they want to get to know you they want to talk to you and it was great just like talking and understanding like everybody around my my league um, you know in terms of having an online business having community launching online programs people that are super successful as well 
I mean, super successful, not as well like me, I mean, but super successful like each other. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm looking for all, always those people that are kind of like on my level, but just a bit higher um, to surround myself with people that can push me uh, further and become my friends. And um, also, like, I think that networking with people that also are below your level, just a few steps behind you, is also important because those are the kind of people that you want to help that you like you know that, that you want to push forward as well like you come and you, you should give back and that's why I go to those conferences for networking it's like just amazing you get so many insights so um, I stayed at an Airbnb with a couple of more entrepreneurs so I stayed with Dustin Heiner Sky his brother uh, which are both like amazing entrepreneurs they're, they each written like a couple books um, they have a super successful podcast each in his own niche Dustin is a real estate investor it's all about like making money online and doing it smarter and not sorry not online but like in real estate and Sky is like a poker expert and he has a podcast about that and a blog about that and both blogs like Dustin's and, and Sky's blogs are just like hundreds of thousands of, of you know visitors a month which is crazy it's way like higher than I ever had so um, and both of them were so humble so amazing like I really loved and connected with people so Dustin and Sky now there was also another guy called Nick True Nick is one of the one of the people that are more into the FinCon community like one of the key players in the FinCon community the way I see it he's actually in charge of all the FinCon community I think like you know uh, officially working with PT and um, he's, a, he's a great guy, he's a YouTuber. He's pretty young and he's actually now traveling with his wife across the United States and YouTubing about budgeting and about finances. And it's great to just meet those kind of people. Like he has a lot of followers in his YouTube channel and you know, a huge community, a big blog as well. And um, also talking to him and about content and like we had so many discussions about content, about like you know, content creation and, uh, and businesses. Now, another person that stayed with us is David Young. Uh, David is actually a good friend of mine. Is like was with me in the mastermind inside in the um, SPI accelerator this year. So we actually know each other, and um, and he's the one that got me into the apartment and to stay with those guys. And um, he's just amazing. He has a Drone Launch Academy, and he has multiple online courses. Super successful community and online business. So it was just great being with those people in the same apartment. And I try to do this every time I go to a conference. Kind of like stay with a couple of people at an Airbnb and. This fusion creates amazing like opportunities for everybody and kind of like, like or not opportunities, but kind of like growth, um, learning, uh, sharing the knowledge out of experience, sharing experiences around content creation, around building an online business, around launching courses and stuff like that. It's just like amazing. So anyways, going back to the Airbnb. So on the first day we were there, I actually like Kelvin Wayman, who is my, is my first coach. So he was in the area and he came by and we recorded um, and Dustin was in the, in the apartment and we recorded like the three of us a podcast episode. We just sat down and talked. It was a great podcast episode coming out. Actually, uh, if you're listening to this right now or watching this, it's like coming out as the next episode on the show. And um, so it, and it just it was just, it was great. We just recorded a podcast and we said, "Hey, you know what? Why not launch this podcast on everybody's podcast?" So it's going to go on Calvin's podcast. It's already gone out actually on Calvin's. It's going to go out on Dustin's. And it's going to come out on on mine. So it's pretty awesome. 
so uh, we recorded a podcast together and it was great and then networking again like was was off the hook um, because I also got a lot of business opportunities out of just like talking to people and now they want me to kind of like look at their designs and and, um, and maybe work with them and so that's about the networking aspect enough about networking let's jump to major insights that I had around my business so the first insight time to build a team so I talked to a lot of my SPI friends and other business owners there and it really struck me that I need to have a team around me. So I talked to Chris Ducker and his wife and they actually recommended that I read his book Virtual Freedom, which I did. And I just, it's really awesome. So I recommend this to you. Um, if you would like to outsource and build a remote team for yourself, just read Virtual Freedom by Chris Ducker. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's just really good book. Now, there was a lot of talk about SOPs. SOPs is basically standard operating procedures. Now, I try to hire, like I, I had a team of about like seven people about like less than a year ago. And um, nowadays I'm kind of like, I cut back and now I'm like growing my team again. It's exactly at the right time. Everybody who's operating, what I noticed is like the, the, every, all my friends from the SPI Accelerator, people that are operating on the high end of the six figures or, or even seven figures, they all have a team in place to help them do what they need to do. And all, their team is like, they invest a lot in managing their team in a, in a proper way. And one of the big keys, the big like tangible items that I took away is SOP. So SOP is standard operating procedures. It's basically meaning like, you have a list of items, tasks that are you know, given to any specific employee and it basically comes in the forms of a checklist or training videos or however you'd like it, but it's basically a checklist that everybody gets once they get the new tasks. So when you give new tasks out, you basically document the processes in your own company and also have processes created and full-on documentation for onboarding new people to your company. So you think about the training when someone new comes into your company, how do they get to know you? How do they get into the role they need to get into quickly and, and how do you set them up for success? Basically documentation is all, all about that and um, SOPs is what I'm trying to learn right now in order to build that documentation the proper way. So I already started even on the plane back and I wrote down like a full list of tasks and started checklisting everything and it brings me back to some like I heard a, a podcast back then. I don't remember who it was. I think it was like the eventual millionaire. Don't, don't catch me on this but she interviewed like a very successful entrepreneur uh, making multiple seven figures and she asked him if you could give one tip one tip to anybody who like wants to become a seven-figure earner, what would that tip be? And he said, document. Document everything you do. I document everything. He said, like, I document everything I do. Every task that I create that, I, that I'm doing right now, I just I document it um, on Google Docs. So, you know, that, that was for me uh, back then. It was like kind of like, hmm documenting but you know what as entrepreneurs we are so busy and we work so like we try to work so hard and and, and work fast right and um, and get things done fast and then move on to the next task that we don't stop and document our processes and if we don't document then later on we cannot pass this task to anybody else and it's pretty 
uh, it's not it's not good right and so that's the kind of reality that most of us are in and I was in and now I'm trying to get out of that and be be a proper business owner I mean I built a multiple six figures business in in the past year and I'm trying to make it you know and scale it and and you know what not even scale it like as much as stabilize it and make sure that I'm you know not just like it's not a fluke it's something that I want to um, continue making multiple six figures a year and maybe scale it even to second seven figures and the way to do it is with you know proper management skills so this is something that I really took from the conference um, talking to those like the people that are operating at a very high level and it was great um, which are now my friends by the way so it's pretty crazy like those are my friends and like I'm kind of like on the same level I'm also launching online courses like them I have a community like them like we're all kind of like an, you know we're all kind of like playing in the same level each one has a strength but I noticed that really like the people that are high figure earners are are into management and all of them are into management so it's not even one person that would not talk about having a team and having sops in place and i was kind of like the only which was like oh you know what yeah i mean uh my team and i don't know i just throw tasks at them and i bring new people on just throw new tasks at them and i don't really set them up for success because i don't have time well it's not an excuse i have time and i need to do it so that's a major aspect building a team the proper way and SOPs is a tangible outcome so that's one thing let's move on to the next memberships all right so memberships are a big thing I actually haven't even kind of thought about it I mean I was launching courses over and over and over again and I've, I was finding it recently a bit hard to launch every time I'm launching almost on a monthly basis since about March I've been launching again and again and again like to my Israeli community to my international community yes it brings up a lot of income when you have multiple products and you can launch them like multiple online courses and you launch the multiple online courses every month and some comes with some kind of like mentorship program some don't some like but basically there's no full like full unstable support for my courses and I wanted to create that recently I even started doing um, for design triggers if you don't know what design triggers is you can definitely check out I'll put the, the link here in the show notes but it's my uh, international right now best-selling you know because it's the only one online course but it's actually it was we just did a recent campaign about it and was, was really well we have over, over 100 people enrolled in the program and I'm like how can I give those people support like um, and, and actually making sure every website that they create every landing page converts properly um, and they can implement everything that they learned in the course in you know in in the proper way and like over time and learn um, so I said I'm going to give out monthly sessions with them um, and in those monthly sessions we're going to go out and break down websites and kind of like look at the design and 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 uh, according to design triggers which is the methodology behind it it's like what triggers the brain when you when they see something visual so anyways uh, super interesting stuff but again like this was just me saying let's do one session a month and that will give ongoing support and and learning while we're at it but that's not a membership yet I mean now I have to launch the course again and again and again and again and um, there are two uh, two people that talked about um, um, memberships and that one of them were uh, was Stu McLaren who was the final keynote speech um, at FlynnCon um, Stu talked about um, he talked about the importance on membership sites and how they bring stable income to your business and how to go about launching them so it was pretty like 
eye-opening. I was like, hmm, well, I can, I can launch a membership now. I mean, I should, um, and it, should, it will be stabilizing my business in terms of cash flow and income. It would also um, not you know, drain all the energy out of me out of like um, launching online courses all the time. And it's not that my, all my online courses will be accessible to the people that are in the membership, but basically now I can I can actually I can support those people for over a longer period of time because the membership meaning you have to be there and give value and have a community aspect to your to the people and that's exactly what I want to do in my courses so I think it makes a lot of sense so Stu McLaren was the one that was talking about that he was saying he had a very interesting thing about he's calling it the objection metrics and what it says is this so you have to collect stories from the people you help. At the beginning, you don't have a membership, you don't have online courses, but you are in business, so you're helping people. So you start collecting feedback from the people that you help. And when I mean feedback, I mean, if you help people as a coach or as an entrepreneur, then people will post about it on their socials. So collect those snippets, collect the messages that you get from them, collect all those things, put it inside this kind of, like he put it like in a G drive folder or whatever, like, I'm, I'm, I'm copy pasting everything into, um, into a Google Doc. And like, once you do that, you start having stories, which are kind of like your success stories, and they're te- you know, walking testimonials. The thing about the testimonials is this, is that now, and, and that's what Stu made the connection to, is like, you can make a table, like a matrix, like on the on one column you put objections, and that's what people tell you on a sales calls. If you open a membership or an online course, what what their objections are, and you write down the objections. And on the right hand side, what you have to do is just pull out of those success stories that you have, out of those testimonials, and put those stories next to the objection. So whenever a person like when you talk about with him over the phone trying to sell your membership or whatever or maybe even on on the FAQs in your landing page then you see like you have an objection uh, a possible objection of something like well I don't have enough money right now or something like that then you can say oh well it really just you're similar to Tommy who was um, just like you he said like that he doesn't have enough money but look at him now you know what I'm saying so kind of like connect the stories to the objections instead of just trying to handle objections in a way of you know tr- saying well you should you know see the long-term benefits or whatever like something that won't really convince as much you, know, so you should say well you know what like here's a story that I had and and you start collecting those and then time goes by then you collect the stories to match your objections until you have no more obje- objections left for your offer so I mean it's a great thing I mean it's a great way to look at it and have that table somewhere in your Google Docs or whatever like just to kind of keep collecting those it's a takeaway that I took and now here you go, you can have it too. So Stu, Stu McLaren was amazing. He was talking about that. Um, he's like the membership guy. He, he works with Michael Hyatt. He's a thing called Tribe. Amazing person, um, is an amazing entrepreneur. So um, besides that, there was also Shane and Jocelyn Sams. And those people were on Pat's episode 122. And they were basically teachers that now are just a huge you know, thing about entrepreneurs. They're helping people launch memberships. Like, like, huge story, it started in 2014 or something like that. Check out episode 122 of SPI. I will link to it in the show notes as well. But the thing about them, it was amazing to see, um, like they, they were on a stage, Pat invited them and they kind of like told the story over again. And um, they were talking about memberships. And then on the last day, 
actually the day before, the day after the conference ended, uh, we had this kind of like a VIP breakfast. It was great with some of the speakers and the sponsors and us, um, SPI, et cetera, folks. And so we were there and, and I talked to uh, Shane and I also talked to Jocelyn the day before, but I talked a bit more with Shane um, on that day about membership, about starting membership for my Israeli um, community. We didn't talk yet about the international community, but I think the Israeli community here, um, I have multiple online courses I've been launching again and again, and I'm thinking like wow what if I put this into a membership first of all it will help the people I can give them on, you know ongoing support second it's like for me it might even like stabilize the income instead of me saying okay I'll, I will launch this month and that's what I want to get like I can say okay now I know that you know I have this much people joining my my um, membership in, a, in any given month now I have the lifetime average um, the lifetime of any customer in the membership is like, I don't know, three to six months. And then I can start looking at data and making all of my cash flow more stable, um, which is a great thing for any online business. If you're having an online business and you're launching courses, you know that, you know, relying only on launching courses is not, you know, some courses are amazing and they, and, and they have a great launch. Some don't. Um, it's kind of like, it's not really, um, um, stable, uh, but it's okay because you keep on, you know, scaling your audience and and scaling your and making your offer better, tweaking your landing pages, stuff like that. But again, like maybe membership would be uh, more fitting because I can accompany my people over time, and also it's it, it has the stabilization effect on on the cash flow of the business. So it's something that I'm looking forward to, and I'm actually having uh, a call with Shane about it soon. So I will update all of you about what I do with it. Um, it's pretty awesome, I'm looking forward to it. So memberships, it's a second insight. Besides that, there was uh, another small thing. Uh, it's not so big, but it's like upping my Instagram game and networking on Instagram. One of the keynote speakers was Shalene uh, Johnson, which came on the scene and she gave an excellent talk about social media. And she gave some awesome quick wins. So first, you can go to shalene.com slash IG hacks to find out some um, IG hacks for yourself. Shalene also gave me a tip I noticed that like I, I haven't noticed before. So I use keyboard shortcuts for everything. Um, I have like a snippet, expanding snippets in my Mac. I use it for everything. And I also used to, I used it even back then to get sponsors for my, for my hacking UI uh, blog. And um, I, I'm, I'm like a productivity geek and I love those stuff. But on my iPhone, I'm like, oh, there's nothing that actually does it. Well, there is, if you have an iPhone, then probably an Android has an equivalent as well. But if you have an iPhone, it's built into the system. So inside your keyboard setting, you have um, expanding text, which that's b that basically allows you to expand um, any any given like uh, phrase to a full on like you know paragraphs on paragraphs. Like so, it's amazing. You can do that for your networking game. You can do that. I just do that. Did it for my um, podcasting. For instance, when a podcast come out, I email a guest like. I can email um, the guest of the podcast and I just have a template for that. So basically now, every time I have a podcast show and I, it's coming out and now I wanna email the guest that, hey, you're, um, or message them, um, DM them like about your episode just came out. I just have like dash podcast guest, right? And then I have, so it just works. 
and and you can do that for your networking game for instance you know your first message that you send out to someone a cold message and then after that uh, you know a reply uh, maybe a section to tell about yourself like those kind of stuff you can have expanding snippets on your iPhone which is pretty cool for productivity um, but she was like talking about Instagram like growing the business and, and growing authenticity on Instagram um, we're all like so um, trying to be people that we are not um, and I think that I am really trying to keep it real on Instagram but as well like you know like everybody I also show more of the kind of like the bright side not showing not not saying that you should show not the bright side I think um, that's also a bad thing everybody has enough negativity in their life so you shouldn't bring neg more negativity into it by showing your you know the bad sides of your life nobody really cares plus if you're um, a high achiever then you learn from your mistakes you don't look at them as like oh you know poor me yeah like you you continue and then you can talk about what you learn which is a great thing as well um, so I'm like all about positivity and, and optimism on social media but um, I think like authenticity is connecting to your audience and I think that's one of the main things like connecting to your audience and like you know asking for feedback from your crowd and audience and and kind of like not trying to be oh I'm the thought leader kind of thing you know what I'm saying and you know I'm the influencer haha <laughs> you should look at me uh, more kind of like the hey that's my experience what do you guys think or stuff like that and give value give value out in Instagram so that, that was my takeaway about Instagram DMing networking and productivity on the iPhone which is great from Shalene Johnson Shalene thank you um, she agreed to be in the show let's see if it happens besides that Pat was awesome Pat gave amazing talks he brought on his kids onto the stage and his wife and they talked about like you know parenting in and their relationship by the way one thing about the relationship part um, they talked about something called Enneagram this kind of methodology that there is like nine different personalities and each one is different so uh, Pat and his wife kind of like took the assessment and now they know like which personality they are so now they can kind of like help um, they kind of understand each other more and can and can grow the relationship based out of understanding of how they can please each other how they can um, so it's it kind of like similar to the five love languages if you know what I'm talking about um, if you don't go grab the book right now five love languages it's a great book and and I'm going to go more into Enneagram I already told talked to my wife about it and it's pretty cool so just you know more ways to keep the relationship pure and, and work on relationships always. Now about the kids part, he brought on his son Keone to give a, a talk and it was very, um, I really loved to uh, to see Keone on stage, he gave like a five minute like, keynote, but it was so funny, it was so great, like this guy's a rock star, this kid is a rock star. Um, and then he brought on his two kids like Keone and Kai and they sat with him and he kind of like, interviewed them about like how they see um, you know how they see themselves in the world or kind of like and, and um, he showed in the background there was a huge like it was like the black a black screen and in, in the middle the word legacy and Pat was sitting there with his kids the word legacy behind for me it was like very um, uh, emotional to see that because I'm like that's what we're doing here I mean I'm not like here is talking to you right now to grab money out of you to do business like prop like 100% like of course business is part of it I do launch online courses and if you're in my community I would love for you to hop in when, when I'm you know when I'm launching something but it's not the thing the thing is like again I want to build impact in the world and especially starting from my kids and I want my kids to become better people in the world and I want to have the responsibility to 
um, teach them and have them like and, and love them in a proper way and grow them in a safe environment but also in an environment that allows them to try new things and stretch their own limits always and, and fail as well um, so I'm looking at you know what is the best parenting and also I agree um, I talked to Pat and Pat um, and I said we will do another podcast we already have done two in the show but we're gonna do another one and it's gonna be about parenting relationships and education so it's very uh, uh, very exciting for me I'm, I'm looking forward to that um, probably will happen sometime next month and so again like thinking about how you parent your kids how are you pushing them and I can give you um, a tip is so one tip Pat gave me back then and I've instilled that in it's like you're sitting around the dinner table every day and one of the things you can ask your kids is how um, what is one great thing that happened to you today or one is one is what is one thing that you're grateful that happened to you today so that's like one thing and then the second thing that I got from um, uh, Ryan got uh, Gutsford, um, who was um, on my show He's a professor about leadership and uh, neuroscience. So he talked about another question. How have you failed today? So if you're looking at like, what is one great thing that happened to you today or one, one thing you're grateful for today? And another thing is like, ask your kids, what is one thing you failed at today? That's in order to show them that failing is okay. And it's actually a great thing because we learn from our failures. So asking what you failed in today is also something that is, um, that's great. So two questions to bring around the dinner table and I'll end with that. It's a long episode, so I'll leave it to it. Um, hope you even watched it up until now. If you have, write down what's your insight. What did you connect to out of what I said? And um, I would love to hear and I would love to get your comments here. So thank you so much everybody for um, being here with me up until now and I'll catch you on the next time. Cheers. <laughs> Hey everybody, if you stayed up until now, thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this episode. It means a lot to me. I would love to hear what is one takeaway that you had. If you can, take a screenshot right now of this, of your podcast player on the phone right now, and go to Instagram and make a story. And in the story, comment with what your takeaway is. Or just, if you can, DM to me, uh, you know, or do both as well. So um, if you tag, um, if you do the story thing, just be sure to tag me at Sagi Schreiber. So at Sagi Schreiber, it's S-A-G-I-S-H-R-I-E-B-E-R and just like tag me in the story so I can see it and I will share it also on mine, by the way. So have an amazing day, night, wherever you are on the world and I'll catch you in the next episode.